Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. If Bill Johnson and Chris Ballatin meet my open challenge and prove me wrong, I will immediately and permanently shut down my ministry. Welcome to the program, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that this finds you and your family doing well today. I want to thank you so much for joining me for this program. Bethel Church in Redding, California, pastored by Bill Johnson and Chris Vallotton, uh, world famous. They have the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry, and they attract young people from literally all over the world. Young people will uproot their lives and move to Redding, California to be trained in the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministries. And people from all over the United States, indeed all over the world, even if they don't go to the school, they will pick up their lives and move to Redding, California to be members of Bethel Church. This is a famous church. It is Word Faith. It is New Apostolic Reformation. And they claim to have signs and wonders regularly occurring in their church services. Now, some of the more famous quote-unquote miracles and signs and wonders that uh, take place, they claim that they um, will heal the sick, raise the dead. No proof of that, of course. But they also say that they have gold dust that will appear various times and will uh, uh, manifest in their Bibles or on people's clothing or on the hands of face and the hair. So they have gold dust. This is gold dust from heaven. And uh, also angel feathers. Angel feathers will just magically appear in their church services and just fall out of the sky. And I haven't heard much about the angel feathers at Bethel Church because I figured they, uh, once they made those claims, they were, you know, pretty mocked. And I figured they didn't want to uh, revisit that, but uh, they have. They have revisited it. Believe it or not, I just happened to be watching a service that was uh, found on YouTube. It was being live streamed this past Wednesday night, February 21st, 2024. Okay, as of this recording just two days ago. And I'm just kind of not even seriously watching it, just casually watching it. And Heather and Ben Armstrong walk up onto the platform, and the first things out of their mouth are talking about angel feathers. Now, watch this. Hey, how is everyone? It's here. The angel feathers are already falling. Oh, come on. Here we go. Are you ready? Thank you, Jesus. That's just like Jesus. Come on. On Sunday night, we had quite a few uh, feathers falling in Sunday night service as well. How many of you were here Sunday night? Come on. Oh, a bunch of you came early. Oh, oh, we have to say hi to the online yes. guests. Yes, why don't you... Why don't, hi, why? online guests. Everybody turn around. Wave to Wave our to online guests. Wave to the camera guests. here. We love you. We're so happy you're here. Oh, and also to our overflow. Well, Mrs. Armstrong, I'm not so sure that you're going to be too happy that I was there watching because I have an open challenge for you. Now, you just heard 
Ben and Heather Armstrong, uh, staff members at Bethel Church, get up and they um, first first thing out of her mouth, first words out of her mouth, oh, angel feathers are, are we see angel feathers, they're falling already. And Ben Armstrong says, yes, last Sunday night, last Sunday night would have been February 18th, 2024. So Sunday evening service. They have quite a number of angel feathers falling out of the sky. And it happened again this past Wednesday night, February 21st, 2024. So if you had angel feathers materializing in your services, I am quite confident that you kept said angel feathers. There's no way that you would have thrown these away, right? I mean, you don't, if angel feathers show up in your services, you don't throw these away with the trash, you know, with used paper plates and Dixie cups, right? I mean, these are angel feathers after all. This, this, is, this is from the heavenly realm. So I am quite sure you have some of these angel feathers. Now, angel feathers are apparently pretty common at Bethel. Because I stumbled across this article that Chris Vallotton wrote back in 2016, and he was addressing some of the controversy that was going on about Bethel's claims of raising dead people back to life and gold dust appearing and, of course, angel feathers. This is what Chris Vallotton wrote about the angel feathers in 2016. Vallotton writes, I don't think we have taken more ridicule for anything than gold dust and feathers. It all began one day while someone was preaching, and these tiny white feathers started falling from the ceiling in the sanctuary. It wasn't raining feathers or anything like that. People tell tales. (laughs) Truer words never spoken, Chris Vallotton. But they were very obviously there and easily seen. At first, no one said anything. We all thought there were birds in the AC ducts or something. Then other leaders began to report the same phenomena happening in their churches. Our maintenance staff investigated the bird theory. No birds, feathers, or nests were discovered anywhere in the ductwork or the ceiling. It also started to happen in people's homes. It always happens when we are talking about the things of God. The phenomena tends to come and go. No one at Bethel has ever preached on feathers that I know of, except for Bill Johnson uh, preaching on feathers here. And uh, it would be about 15 or maybe 14 years ago, somewhere in that area, 14 years ago probably, the feathers started just appearing and falling in meetings. And then they started falling in our homes and in restaurants and things like that, just unusual things. So, you know, there are signs that make you wonder. There are, there, people say, where's that in the Bible? Well, he said he'd cover you with his feathers. But I digress. But at times it is nearly impossible not to mention them when we are teaching because several of them are falling right in front of the pulpit all at once. Now wait just a minute. It's hard not to mention them because several of them are falling right in front of the pulpit all at once. Your service, every single one of your services are videoed. High quality, high def expensive cameras. I mean, y'all got state-of-the-art stuff here. And I've watched a lot of your services. I've never seen a single video of any angel feathers falling in front of the pulpit. Where are those videos, Chris Vallotton and Bill Johnson? I mean, you make the claim right here. They start falling in front of the pulpit all at once. 
while you are teaching. Show the video. Show the video. Where is it? Valentin continues. I have witnessed this myself a couple hundred times in several different buildings. Okay. A couple hundred times in several different buildings? A couple hundred times. And let's just say, I mean, you say several or multiple angel feathers fall on each occasion. So a couple hundred times let's just let's be generous here let's let's err on the conservative side let's just say let's say just three angel feathers at each occurrence fell i mean that's that's the most conservative that we can get because you've said multiple and so three that's 600 angel feathers just that you've seen And we had them apparently this past Sunday night, February 18th, and again this past Wednesday night as of this recording, February 21st, 2024. You should have hundreds upon hundreds. And I would imagine more than three at each service, right? I mean, because three, you know, it it could, that could, those could be overlooked. So, So you've got hundreds upon hundreds, quite probably thousands of angel feathers. Where are they? Okay, where are they? Here's my challenge. Take one or more of these angel feathers and have them tested to see if they come from a bird or to see if they are from some unknown origin. And there are several ways you can do this. There are websites that will identify feathers for you. Now, if these are if these are truly angel feathers, they will not be bird feathers. Because angels are not ducks, they're not magpies, they're not crows, they're not red-tailed hawks, you know, they're not ostriches. So if, if they're truly angel feathers, they will not match any bird. Angels are not birds, okay? So uh, take one or more of these angel feathers and uh, see if you can identify them just on a website uh, or here's better. Take them to a facility to have them tested. Take them, take them to the United States Fish and Wildlife Service. Take them to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife. I am quite confident they will look at those angel feathers and tell you whether or not they have an aviary, um, avian origin. Uh, any local college or university, I'm sure will be happy to test them for you. Take them to the science department of any local college or university in California is absolutely swimming in colleges and universities with very uh, prestigious science departments. So Chris Vallotton, Bill Johnson, take a couple of those angel feathers that you undoubtedly have. And if you say you didn't keep them, I'm going to publicly accuse you of lying because there is no way that you would throw angel feathers away in the trash. So if you have seen them on hundreds of different occasions, you must have many, many of these feathers. So take them to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, take them to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, or to any local or local college or university, uh, to the science department. Have them tested. I will pay for all of your expenses. 
I will pay for your meals. However much, um, however, whatever expenses you go to, I tell you what, I'll pay for all of your expenses and triple the expenses that you have. I'll triple that to make it worth your while. And uh, if if these tests come back and the, the experts, the people who would know, say that there is no bird, no known bird anywhere on the planet that these feathers can be traced to, and they these feathers are of unknown origin, if that is their findings, then I will immediately and permanently shut down my ministry. This will be a public relations bonanza for you. I am one of your most vocal and strident critics because I believe you are all a bunch of false teachers. You lie to people. You give false prophecies. You put words in God's mouth that he did not say. You are deceiving your followers. You are bringing untold reproach upon the name of Christ. And quite frankly, you don't even know how to preach the gospel as evidenced by your baptisms. So here, which are a complete and total joke. Uh, so there's my challenge. You, you, This would be a huge win for you. Huge win. You would shut me down permanently. You would prove... Um, that I am wrong as a cessationist, I am wrong. I will immediately and publicly apologize to you and shut down my ministry. It will be a a bonanza for Bethel Church and the Bethel School of Supernatural Ministry. So you have these feathers, post pictures of them for us to see. And this has actually been done before. Sid Roth had a guy named David Jones as his special guest, and David Jones brought his collection of angel feathers, uh, very pretty angel feathers, white feathers, blue feathers, yellow feathers, even has them in this nice little frame. So uh, this has been done before, so surely you can do it too. I, I mean, easy, right? I mean, you everybody has a smartphone, so post pictures of these feathers and go have them tested. And if they come back of unknown origin, I will immediately and permanently shut down my ministry. This will be a huge windfall for you. Massive. Massive. Uh, to Bethel Church members, I'm sure some of you will come across this video. Um, I don't hate you at all. I don't even hate Bill Johnson and Chris Valentin. I hate what they're doing because they're false teachers. They are hirelings. They are deceiving you. So to Bethel Church members, to students at Bethel School of Supernatural Ministries, this isn't hard. Your leaders have routinely said angel feathers appear in their services. If they don't have proof of it, then they're lying. They are intentionally lying to you over and over and over. This is not a one-off. So if that is the case, why are you there? Why are you there? Why would you want to trust someone to be your spiritual shepherd who is looking you in the eye, directly in the eye, and lying to you? And for the students at BSSM, members of Bethel Church, people thinking about attending there, visiting there, please don't.
don't. Don't do it. This is a false church. But I do want to close with the gospel because Bethel doesn't preach the gospel. Here's the gospel. You are a sinner. You have broken God's laws. You have lied. You have stolen things. You have taken things that do not belong to you. You have taken God's name in vain, so you're a blasphemer. You're an adulterer at heart at least because you have looked with lust upon other people. If you've ever done that, you're an adulterer. Go through the Ten Commandments, God's moral law. All of us have broken God's laws thousands of times. And just like when there is a when we break laws on earth, there's a penalty to be paid. How much more so when we break the laws of God? But because we have sinned against God who is eternal, the punishment of that sin is also eternal. And if you die in your sin, you will very rightly and very justly go to a very real place that the Bible calls hell. The worm will not die. The fire will not be quenched. There will be wailing, weeping, gnashing of teeth. The full undiluted fury of God's wrath that burns against sin will be poured out on you for all of eternity. There will be no mercy. There will be no end. That is what your sins have earned you. And you cannot save yourself. There is no amount of good works that you can do to earn God's favor or to earn his forgiveness. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to this earth to make a way for you to escape his wrath. Jesus came to this earth, one person, two distinct natures, truly God, truly man. He never laid aside his deity, by the way, as Bill Johnson and Chris Vallotton teach and others at Bethel. He never laid aside his deity. He never laid aside any of his divine attributes. Truly God, truly man, one person, two distinct natures. The God-man lived a perfect life to the perfect pleasure of God the Father. And then God the Son willingly laid down his life on the cross. His life was not taken, he gave it. And on the cross, this perfect person offered his perfect life as a perfect sacrifice to perfectly satisfy the perfect wrath of God. Died on the cross three days later, bodily raised from the dead, proving himself to be who he said he was, God in human flesh. And if you will repent of sin, turn from sin, and place your trust in the completed atoning work that Christ accomplished on the cross, you will be saved. You will pass from death to life. The righteousness of Christ will be imputed to you, counted to you, even though you are not righteous, even though you have no righteousness on your own. The righteousness of Christ will be counted to you. And I want to say something about repentance. Because repentance is something that Bill Johnson does not understand. Chris Vallotton does not understand. Dan Farrelly, none of those guys at Bethel Church understand repentance because I've watched them teach on it. True repentance is in and of itself granted by God. God grants repentance. You may have heard that the word repent is in the Greek metanoia. It means to change your mind. And that is what the Greek word means to change your mind. But when God grants repentance, not only is your mind changed, everything about you is changed. Your desires are changed. Your affections are changed. You begin to love what God loves and you hate what God hates. The Bible speaks of two different kinds of sorrow over sin. That's a worldly sorrow and a godly sorrow. 
2 Corinthians chapter 7, the Apostle Paul says a worldly sorrow leads to death, but a godly sorrow leads to repentance unto salvation. What is a worldly sorrow? A worldly sorrow is nothing more than a guilty conscience. A worldly sorrow is that kind of sorrow that says, what would happen to me if my sin were exposed? What would be the consequences to me? And so we try to cover up our sin, not because we grieve over it, but because we don't want the consequences of it. A worldly sorrow is the kind of sorrow that Bill Johnson and Chris Vallotton have when they try to cover up their lies, cover up their fake signs and wonders, because they don't want to be they don't want to endure the consequences of being exposed for the liars that they are. That's a worldly sorrow. A godly sorrow, however, over sin is that sorrow which is vertically oriented. A godly sorrow comes when we grieve over our sin because we understand that our sin grieves God. And we do not want to grieve Him. We do not want to grieve His person. He has been so good, so kind, so patient, so faithful, so merciful to us that when we sin against Him, it grieves us that we sin because our sin grieves Him. Does your sin grieve you? Just as much as we should want a Savior from hell, we should want a Savior from our sin. The person who wants a Savior from hell, but not a Savior from sin, has a Savior from neither. If you will come to Jesus empty-handed, grieving over your sin, He will save you. You will pass from death to life. Old things passed away, behold, all things will be made new. You will have new desires, new affections. You will have a love for the truth. You will have a love for God's word. And you will grow in discernment. And you will not fall for the cheap parlor tricks and lies of Bill Johnson and Chris Vallotton and everyone else there at Bethel. They are deceiving you. They are deceiving you. So members there, people thinking of visiting there, Students there, please, I implore you, leave. Find a good church that's based upon scripture and expository preaching that's led by a plurality of biblically qualified men and join yourself to that church. All right, dear ones. Bill Johnson, Chris Valentin, prove me wrong. Shut me down. Prove me wrong. Let's see the pictures of those feathers. And let's see the results, where they come from. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.